I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Hell or High Rollers. My name is Ellie Morris, and I am going to be your DM today, which is very exciting. Yes, very, very exciting. It is the first time I've done it, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go round and meet our players. Hello, my name is Chris Leesk, <laughs> and I play the character of Glubrick Bumbledung, who is a barbarian Goliath. And uh, a little interesting thing about Glubrick, have you guys seen Like Mike? No. no. What's oh, like you don't Mike? know that film? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's an amazing film from 2002. It's a coming-of-age <laughs> film about a young orphan who dreams about becoming an NBA basketball player. He finds a pair of shoes that used to belong to Michael Jordan, sticks them on and becomes an amazing basketball player. And Glubrick really likes that film. <laughs> um, but also... Where does he see these films? Is he a member of Blockbuster? It, basically, yeah, yeah. It's just magic. There's a magical Blockbuster. And he's seen that film. But he also thinks that film is based on his life. Because once he really struggled with not falling over in shoes. And one day he just found a pair of shoes that fit perfectly. And uh, he never had that problem again. Obviously, oh. you know, the writers of this film took, you know, artistic license. And they changed quite a lot of details. But he does think it was based on oh, his... Oh, wow. So um, he just saw something about shoes. And was like... that. <laughs> about me because he is very stupid oh, he really he? is yeah oh well that's that's nice that he doesn't trip anymore no. also side note if you guys you need to watch that film it's really yeah really good. yeah okay like cool I'll check it out Thank maybe you. that's what we're going to learn about people today their favorite movies yeah there you go cute it's not what i've got prepped adam <laughs> <laughs> hello i'm adam megiddo and i play the role of eric sanguinius the human necromancer who lives alone in the rodney marsh in his high vis tower favorite film Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, yeah. Great. Obviously. Over the last few sessions, I've been having a bit of a pop at the dice. Yeah, many a pop. I've been quite critical. Many a pop, yeah. What have you got to criticise today? (laughs) Well, Ellie, what made you think I would come in with a critical tone? Maybe it would be a positive tone. Okay. I like rolling the D-hundreds. Okay. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It is quite I like the one that, the combination of the two D10s. The two things. Yeah. I do like the combination of the two D10s. Yeah. It's very yeah. satisfying. A layer of complexity to proceedings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's it from me. Great. Well, thank you. That is a nice positive ray. We needed that. Lovely. We could find a way for you to roll that constantly. Yeah. Well, I can roll D100s. But the thing is, every time I criticize <laughs> one of the dice, I'm forced to roll them endlessly, like some sort of oh, that's true. Sisyphean polyhedral. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Henry Shields, and I play Henley Whispers, a.k.a. the Notorious Tree IG. <laughs> Thank you. Human ranger, bugbear wrestler, established societal norm questioner. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Henley questions established societal norms. Does he? 
All of them, all the time. For example, do we really need to say thank you? Do we need to apologize? Do we need to wear clothes? Do we need to, to greet each other with normal greetings? Can't we just walk up to each other and start speaking? Can't you just walk up to someone in the street and say, I was once... Uh, <laughs> you know, I was people, once wandering down the street. Just begin regaling yeah, them with a tale. Agree. There, no, there, there good are people questions. that do that, but you would avoid them in the street. That's true. That's the, you'd Especially like, when they're not wearing any trousers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very and, true. And you don't realize those people see farther than most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Well, that's our introductions done. Without further ado, let's begin this episode of Hell or High Rollers! Yay! God help us all. <laughs> <laughs> so we left the happy boys hurtling through yet another portal. But as your bodies zoom through the fabric of hell, you notice that you are traveling for longer than usual. The air has become heavy and slows your momentum. You feel a strange sensation in your feet. They start to elongate and you feel your legs stiffen and twist and bind together like the roots of a tree. Your vision blurs, but your other senses seem heightened. You hear colors and have visions of sounds. Your minds and bodies suddenly fill with a deep sense of love and rightness with the natural world. And for this one moment, which could be eternity, you feel aligned. And for a split second, there is history, infinite knowledge, and above all, peace. The essence of being alive and dead and an essential part of something good. Then mm. you feel a biting blast of cold wind and you snap back to reality. Oh. You are standing in a petrified forest. A few skeletal trees are scattered across this vast clearing covered in pale frost. An icy black ground stretches before you for miles and is littered with dead branches. There is, however, in the distance, one patch of very dense forest, a little oasis of life in the middle of this frozen patch of earth. You notice your feet feel like they're underground somehow, and looking down, each of you, instead of legs, find that you have a single squat stem that <gasps> disappears into the earth below. Oh, wow. You're positioned in a kind of semicircle so you can look at your fellow happy boys, and you realize that you currently reside in the bodies of three tiny mushrooms. <laughs> yes. There are slight likenesses with your mushroom form, so Henley, your stem is like a little bit taller and thinner, Glubrick, yours is a bit stockier and larger, and Eric, your mushroom cap has no spots. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are. Over to you, happy boys. What the? You guys are mushrooms. So are you, Glubrick. <laughs> We're all mushrooms. Well, hang on, but if you're both mushrooms and I'm a mushroom, that means all three of us are mushrooms. Wait a minute. Yes, that's correct. Now, where's Ghoul? <laughs> oh, yes, where is Ghoul? So you look around and as you, as you go to traverse this terrain, you realise that you actually can't move. So your stems seem to be rooted into the earth. Oh, God. Ah. If I don't have my good Like Mike shoes on, I'm probably going <laughs> to fall over, guys. <laughs> I don't know what that reference means, Glubrick. Oh, you've not been to Blockbuster, the magical heaven. Glubrick, you've lost your mind. <laughs> we, we need to do something and we're stuck to the ground. This is no good. How do we get out of here? Glubrick, try and pull me free. Okay, do I have little tiny arms? Or you I... do. You have tiny arms. And okay. you have all of the spells and, and weapons that you would have as yourselves. Oh, so I'm... Tiny. Okay, Glubrick, <laughs> Try and yank me out of the ground. Okay, I lean over, grab him by his mushroom hips, I guess, and try and yank him out. Okay, so yank him, glue brick. Yank him by his by his mushroom hips. <laughs> yank him. Come on, yank me. Come on, okay, so would you mind rolling a strength check? Oh, I can do that. I'm a I'm a strong person. First dice roll of the day. Woo! I know, right? So that's a fourteen. Okay, no, I'm so sorry. That does not pass. So uh, yeah, you try with all your might, uh, and Henley is just still stuck in the ground. Glue brick. Glubrick, you're choking me. So, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, instead of your hips, I went for your throat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, yanking, not choking. Oh, wow, sorry, my bad. <laughs> we, we seem to be stuck here in the earth, just like, well, a bunch of mushrooms. My God. <laughs> what if someone comes and eats us? I now know what it feels like to be ghoul. Well, at least he can move around, though. I don't think any of us can possibly understand what it feels like to be ghoul. Can I do, like, a perception check to see if I can see ghoul anywhere? Yes, do a perception check. Oh, that's a 24. 
Oh, okay. So with your 24 perception check, you can hear above you the flapping of wings and you see that a huge black raven is now circling your little mushroom trio. Oh, shit. Yeah, and it, and it looks hungry. I don't like to look do, at that. Do ravens eat mushrooms? Do, I was just thinking, do they eat mushrooms? I think I this know. one might. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's your classic mushroom raven. Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, we need to get out of here. Um, is, is the dirt loose below me? Like, no, it's really, it's, uh, it's, it's well, kind of frosty and icy, yeah. Okay, I'm going to draw my bow just in case the raven comes at us. The raven is coming at you and it's, it's going for Henley. Oh, don't go for me. The raven is swooping down. Okay, I'm going to take a shot at it then with my tiny mushroom bow. Okay, so you're going to attack. Uh, roll to attack, please. Natural 20. Wow. Oh, wow. Straight away. Oh. There it is. Okay, oh. so your arrow flies through the air and gets the raven through the eye. Oh. Ooh, oh so it, it starts flapping around its wings, beating frantically. And I say, um, quote the raven, never spore. Oh. That's, uh, that works on a number of levels. It does, and it does. It's not funny on any of them. <laughs> no. I don't think I got what it. it. What, what is it? No, but it's it's erudite. Yes, it's erudite. It's and... Erudite more than it is funny. <laughs> I would say it's, it's sort of like stand-up academia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that really popular branch of comedy. <laughs> oh, Eric loves. Oh, Eric is Eric's. He's not in hysterics because it's not funny, but he's just very. He just thinks the whole thing is worthy. Yeah. A deep appreciation. Yes, thank you, Eric. What an excellent you. reference. Yeah. Okay, so the raven has been quite badly injured and is now spiraling and falling through the air quickly towards you. Oh, God, he's going to land on us. Oh, no. But, uh, right, ca- cast catch Thunder the Wave if he comes too close. Catch the raven. Anything to get it from falling on our yeah, heads it's, quickly. It's coming towards no, you pretty quickly. Ab- you're absolutely right. I shall catch it with my mage hand. I cast mage hand and try to catch the raven. Okay, great. So could you do a athletics check, please, for your mage hand? Athletics, okay. Okay, it's a natural one <gasps> and minus one, so oh. zero. Oh no. Okay, oh, wow. wow. So the, the raven is hurtling towards you and... Don't worry, I've got this, I've got this. And uh, yeah, the mage hand just um, misses completely. But just as the raven is about to completely flatten you, you hear a noise coming from the sky and you see a tiny mushroom holding each end of a huge green leaf in either hand and gliding towards you. <laughs> he has braided vines with various rocks and shells and forest trinkets woven into them and they're all draped around his neck. His mushroom cap is a deep mossy green um, and he's kind of obscured by this thick plume of green smoke that is billowing from an ornately carved wooden pipe in his hand and he's kind of gliding down towards you um, and he just kicks the raven out of the way at the last minute and lands deftly beside you and says, Hi brothers! (laughs) In a bit of a sticky situation, are we? (laughs) Is that a pun? <laughs> uh, it might be a pun. Yes. Is Gaul? Is that you? Yeah, it's me, brother. Why, 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 do you, why do you look so different? Different? Why do you look so the same? You dig? I, 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 I do dig. I'd like you to dig. I would like you to dig us out of here. All campestry are born tethered to the earth, and each of you must unlock your spirit in order to become untethered. You dig? <laughs> I, I, I do dig um, Okay, let's unlock our spirits, guys To gain that which is worth having It may be necessary to lose everything else Uh, lose everything else Like, get rid of our weapons Our tiny little weapons we now have You can try, yeah Okay, I just, uh, I drop my I suppose it's really tiny now, it's isn't tiny. it? tiny Your tiny little It's all tiny, but you're tiny And I drop my tiny little pants and I just drop everything I just take it all off and I'm standing there raise my hands up and I'm like and I'm exposed okay can I I leave now please yeah so you drop everything on the ground so what's going through your mind you put your little mushroom arms up yeah and I'm like I don't need anything to protect me because I'm I'm me that right (laughs) do I win kind of yes so in releasing your thoughts and material possessions and surrendering them to the forest you feel the vice grip you felt around your stem planting you to the earth loosen and oh. you are free to move around <gasps> to be fair you know releasing my thoughts i don't think genuinely Kubrick has many i think thoughts. it was easy it's to kind of just absent now and then words just come into the brain yeah okay good Hen- one to start with henley's gonna having seen that he's gonna try and do the same thing he's gonna put his bow down gently and his tiny little arrows and he's gonna 
take off his tiny little towel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's really more about the mind than the physical thing. <laughs> okay, we're all getting naked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> naked little mushroom. <laughs> and then he's going to uh, think, I don't need these. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Sure. I've got what? You need to really let go of your, your mind. I. You need to just not think about anything. Okay, don't think about it. I won't think about anything. I won't think about anything. I'm thinking about my dad. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Small mushroom tear comes out of your yeah. eye. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Give me a minute, guys. Eric, you go. <laughs> Very well. Uh, I shall put down my earthly possessions, and I shall put down my spell book as well, and then I shall relinquish my thoughts, my presence on earth, my... Attachment to worldly things and my desire to be a great playwright. Okay, and as your your mind empties of thought, you feel yourself are free to move and the vice grip has loosened. And Henley, can you do a wisdom check to see if Henley can let go of the thoughts that plague him constantly? Otherwise, you guys might need to get a tiny shovel. Just don't think about all those, those those horrible things about how your son hates you and how you kill the captain of a ship. And just don't yes, think about don't any of those, those things. Don't dwell well, on Well, I rolled an 18, so apparently that worked. Okay, it did work. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Okay, right, well all done. All I needed was Glubrick whispering terrible things in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> to try and block it out. Okay. Goes, okay, let it go. Let it go. Let it flow. Okay, and you feel, yeah, the grip around your stem loosens and you are all free to move. Oh, congratulations, guys! Oh, you did so. it! You're a true campestry now! Yeah, because you're right, like, who needs all this stuff? We've got nature, we've got some, so we've got some dirt that we can kick around. No, we've well, you, leaf, you, you, oh. you are going to need that. We're we about to fight something real bad. Okay, okay. Oh, so we do I'll need the weapon. Yeah, pick up the weapon. Pick up the weapon. Pick up the weapon. Right, right, the weapons. Weapons. <laughs> just collect all of our earthly possessions. Yeah. <laughs> We desperately need these guys. What were we thinking? <laughs> I gotta say, I'm I'm pretty glad to see you guys. I thought I was the only campestry left around these parts. Oh, why? What's, what's happened to all the other campestries? Well, look around you, man. <laughs> it's the end times. <laughs> and he takes a big, uh, he's got this little pipe and he takes like a big toke on his pipe and just blows it in your face. <coughs> I'm the only one that stayed for the fight. I mean, sometimes you ain't got no choice but to stand up to the man. You know, he who takes a stand is often wrong, but he who fails to take a stand is always wrong. You dig? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I do, I do dig. So who happy are you boys, fighting? Happy boys, We're happy boys. Oh, I, I must talk to you earnestly. Okay. Do we now think we are in ghoul's reality, in ghoul's head? It seems incredibly likely. As you have been in mind, as we have been through Glubricks. Yes, That that does make sense, yeah. Oh, yeah, we have all just accepted we're now mushrooms. Yeah, there must have been a reason. Yes, no, that's, of course, that's why. Well, uh, try not to touch anything. Don't. Don't put your fingers in anything sticky. It's all sticky in here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what goes on in the mind of a mushroom? Don't know. (laughs) Well, you're going to you're going to find out. Yeah, because you are correct. You are an incredible experience, Eric. You you write this down. No one's ever experienced this before. Yeah, you are indeed. You're absolutely right. We are pioneers. (laughs) But you got to help us. Look, they call it the frost. Oh, that's what we call it too. Yeah, (laughs) that's what it's called here, and it's way scarier. (laughs) Not many people have seen its true form. It lives in a cave just beyond that patch of forest, and he gestures to the dense patch of forest that you can see in the distance Mm. a few miles away from you. They say that it's a creature of great dark magic whose only wish is to destroy. Even being in its presence, you can feel your body turn ice cold. And if you stay too close for too long, the life is frozen out of you, man. Oh, no. So everyone's left to just like, because they don't want to deal with it. Yeah, left or died. A few months ago, this whole area was thick forest. And now look at it. But this is Ghoul's mind, so this is terrifying, though. If this is what's going on in Ghoul's head all the time... Whether this is a real horror or an imaginary one, I feel that we must confront it. We must find our way to that icy cave and see what lurks therein. Indeed. Let's head towards that patch of forest, then. Yeah. How do we move? You hop. We hop. hop. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, like a little Great. pogo stick. Yeah. yeah, this would be interesting. Bounding along the ice. <laughs> oh, yes. bloody hell, this is exhausting. <laughs> Okay, so you are bounding along this blackened ice terrain with this hippie version of Ghoul leading the charge, and the air is so cold you can see your breath in front of you and hear the ice creaking and cracking underfoot. 
And eventually, you reach the edge of this dense forest. And almost immediately, as soon as you hop off the ice and your little mushroom stump touches the mossy ground, you feel a welcome warm air hit you. Looking around, you see that the trees seem to stretch up for miles. Giant branches sway gently all around you as fireflies dance in between the hanging leaves, giving everything a soft glow and the impression that the forest itself is breathing in and out. This is like where you you live. Yeah. Cool. When you were alive, this is the kind of stuff you saw. This is amazing. When I was alive? What are you talking about? I live here. We all live here. Yes. Not quite the the ghoul we know, I think. This is the representation of ghoul in his own mind. But ghoul thinks it is all real. What have you guys been smoking? Yeah. And can I have some? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is a sort of... uh... This is a sort of cool ghoul. <laughs> cool ghoul. Is this how ghoul sees himself then? Yeah, maybe that's what it is. This is ghoul's inner ego. People said I'm cool, what of it, man? <laughs> you, you, you are very cool. Cool ghoul. I'm cool ghoul. Not to be mistaken with the cagoul. <laughs> <laughs> well, onwards, we got to get through this forest and into the ice cave pronto. Okay, uh, and, and when we get there, there's this creature, and we have to fight it? We gotta fight it, man. You can't be no coward, all right? What do you know about this creature? Not a lot, only that it's been destroying the forest. <laughs> in, in what way does it destroy the forest? It's emitting this frozen ice energy and everything around it dies. The only reason that this part of the forest has survived is because it holds an ancient great magical power oh and that is sustaining this area of the forest but everywhere else is dead man oh wow so making your way through the forest you come across a really odd looking tree there are dozens of noose-like branches that hang down from its canopy looping around like petrified snakes Oh, a uh, tree. This is a, a, an evil tree. Could be evil, could be good. Anyone tell? I'm it, going to investigate it using okay. my investigation skills. Great. And, uh, oh, wow. Oh. I rolled a natural 20 with a plus five. Oh, oh, wow. wow. I investigated the shit out of the tree. You oh, did. my gosh. Okay, so you notice that there is a word carved into the tree and it says campest tree, T R E E. Look, a, happy it's boys, look. It's a pun. You'd have to be very clever to find it. (laughs) (laughs) It's well done, Eric. Well done. So there must be some significance to this campus tree. Well done. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Should we, what should we do with it? Can we touch it? Should we touch it? I think we should touch it. I always find if you touch things, bad things happen. You're right. I'm not often the one suggesting it, but I I want to touch the tree. All right, go, go on. I put my tiny hand on the tree. Nothing happens. Okay. <laughs> Take my tiny hand off the tree. You feel yeah. a tree. Okay. <laughs> um, glue brick. Mm-hmm. Would you do a perception check, please? 16. All right. So with a 16, yeah. Okay. So you, you can hear just a rustling in the bushes behind you. Yeah. Guys, there's something in the bushes behind us. I'm touching the tree, glue brick. Not now. <laughs> I spin around in the direction that glue brick was pointing. And you are confronted with a huge boar that comes crashing through from the undergrowth and stops sniffing the air with its beady black eyes focusing on you, Eric. Eric, don't move. All of us just freeze like actual mushrooms. Not moving sounds like very bad advice. (laughs) Okay, so the boar lowers its head, digs its hooves into the earth, sending a spray of soil and leaves up into the air, and it is charging. Okay, God, it's a truffle pig. Uh, What do we do? (laughs) Thunder wave. Let's blow that boar out of here. So you're doing thunder wave on the boar. Okay, and it rolls high, an 18. On a successful save, it still takes half damage, but it isn't pushed away. So that would be... Four points of damage. Okay, so you can see it halts for a second and its eyes kind of burn red and uh, it, it, it just charges more. You've angered it. Um, oh, and it, oh. Yeah, it's going for you, Eric, again. I do can not I? seem to have improved our situation. Perhaps <laughs> your idea, Glubrick, of moving and running away <laughs> yes, was I think a good it, one after all. Let's climb this tree. Okay, come on! We hop over to the tree and try and climb it. Can you all do a dexterity save to see if you actually manage to dodge Ooh. the boar? Oh, it's oh wow. Okay. Can I actually help? Because if it's coming at Eric, I'm yeah. imagining that I'm slightly to the side of it. Yeah. Could I, using my cat, try and dive and bash it off course? Great. Yeah, roll a, um attack to mushroom bash the boar. 
14. That's that's okay. So you do, you you make an impact with the boar, but it's very dense. Oh, bad boar. It's, it's eaten a lot of mushrooms in its oh, day. Glubrick's lost all, all of his weight. I know. He's gone yeah, down a weight you're kind class. Of, a big mushroom, but not, but, you know, not Glubrick. Still a mushroom. So you kind of knock it off course and it grunts and turns to you and, and it just goes for you with its uh, oh, face. Shit. Goes for you with its face. <laughs> <laughs> it just tries to headbutt me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just scrambling up the tree. Okay, Henley's left the fight. Could you do a athletics check to get up the tree? That's 13. Okay, well, because this tree has all these handy loops, you do manage to scramble up it. You slip and slide a little bit. Okay. Glubrick, Glubrick, stop fighting the boar. Uh, okay. As you look over, I remember from our previous little mission that Ghoul's poo <laughs> smells like truffle. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there trying oh, to... Okay, what are you doing? I'm not pooing! The boar, the boar hits pooing, you. pooing, Henley. What would you do in a situation like this? Climb a tree. <laughs> okay, so the boar is going to go attack you because you just decided to do a poo in the middle of this fight. <laughs> there was a logic there. There was a logic. Okay, so it rolls a 19 and oh, yes. smashes you in the face. <laughs> Nothing more embarrassing than trying to poo and get hit before. Yeah, oh. And you take... We've uh, all been there. We've all, been. We've all been there. Okay, so you take seven damage. That's not too bad. I still have my own health, right? My own hit points. Are you yeah, right? yeah, you yeah, have, okay, yeah, it's right. all the same. The boar smashes you in the face and starts sniffing around angrily. I have tried to climb the tree as well. I rolled a 13, so does that mean I'm sitting next to Henley? Yeah, you, you managed to get up the tree. I turn well. to Henley and I say, Look, Henley, it's one boar fighting another. Yeah, guys, throw down one of those, those vines and maybe I can climb up it now, guys. Yeah, can we grab a looping vine? You can. Okay, so do you want to do a, um, a dexterity check? Natural one. A natural one. Maybe, maybe. I've got to roll on the sodding wild <gasps> magic table oh as well, isn't it? Oh, well, we get to do a um, D100. That's fun. Yeah. Love <laughs> a D100. Maybe yeah. Adam should do it for you. Yeah, maybe Adam should do it for you. so much. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's an 81. 81. <gasps> okay, let's see what A massive farting sound emanates from me. <laughs> Audible 300 feet away. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Eric, wow. We're having a nice moment, and I think I ruined it. Everyone stops, even the boar stops, <laughs> and just looks at you with such disgust. I was just trying to get a vine. I must have moved awkwardly. I... The boar just shakes his head <laughs> slowly. And you were you. judging me for trying to shit over here, well, and you're I... sitting there farting. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Earlier, Henley, when you talked about breaking social norms, <laughs> I had no idea you would take it this far. I'm breaking social wind. <laughs> so yeah, you have actually... Oh yes, I shall try, I shall try. You've caused a bit of a distraction with that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the boar is, boar is distracted. Ah, a 20, not natural, but Okay, lovely. Okay, so impressive. yeah, you manage to grab a vine and chuck it down to Glubrick, who catches it. Um, yeah. Okay, would you roll please an athletics check? Oh, yeah, I mean, 23. Oh, great. Okay, so, yeah, as the boar regains his consciousness after Henley's fart. I knocked him out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got really lightheaded. Yeah, he starts running at you, but uh, just at the last moment, you are whipped up into the air, holding onto this vine, and you uh, find yourself in the safety of the upper branches of the tree. Oh, God. Yeah, Cool Ghoul, as you guys have, have coined him, has, has followed you up. Yeah, you, you sigh with relief as you uh, realise that you are safe from the boar who circles below, snorting angrily, and then wanders off into the forest. Oh, this forest is filled with dangers. So yeah, you're in the branches of this, this campest tree. We have to find a way to make it to that icy cave, is that right? Yeah, would you roll a perception check, Eric? 18. Discovering the, some more carved things in the tree, you can see what look like various initials that are, have all been carved into these upper branches of the tree. You make out the letters GHG carved faintly on one of the branches, and it has two big lines through it where it appears to have been crossed out. Well, hang on. What was Gaul's middle name? Hildy. Hildy. Gaul Hildy Gaul. Yeah. It's a Gaul's initials. Ghoul, it's a Gaul's initials, Ghoul. yeah. Suddenly, you hear a voice. Hello. There you are, Ghoul. You turn and you see a formidable looking mushroom standing on the branch next to you, small but menacing with perfectly circular spots on his pristine cap. He steps towards you and addresses you. Not getting a cold stump, are we? Remember, this is your last shot. 
I can't believe we've put up with your ineptitude for so long. I mean, a camp pestry that's never killed anything. It's embarrassing. You bring shame upon us and the forest with your cowardice. Sir, I think you may have the wrong person. (laughs) I'm Henley. He studies you for a moment. He leans forward with an expression of distaste and suspicion at what you've just said. It wasn't a real fart, okay? It was a magic thing. (laughs) Relax. (laughs) I have to say I admire the ambition, ghoul, for unsuspecting travelers. Well, you know what they say. Go big or go gnome. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he can hear us. Can you hear us? Fun Gus doesn't respond. He just keeps laughing at his own terrible joke. It is Fun Gus. I knew it was Fun Gus. Can I just try and put my little mushroom hand on him? Poke him? Yeah, so you poke him and yeah, your your mushroom hand just goes through him. Ah, he's not really here, This is like a memory. I want to run through him, see what it feels like. (laughs) Okay, so you run through him. And it's very cold and and sticky. Oh, no, Um, gross. Yeah. (laughs) But no, he doesn't really move. He's just frozen, pointing through the trees. And following his gaze, you peer down through the branches and you can make out four figures are walking below. So you can see a girl with long blonde hair and a pink robe. You can see a man, a very tall man in a hooded black cloak and a small stocky woman leading the charge with a kind of righteous expression on her face and a female half-elf. And they're all making their way through the forest beneath you. Do I recognize that woman as the woman who killed me? I think you might. (gasps) Yeah. Oh. Oh, my days. Yes. So for our lovely Patreon subscribers, you may recognize this band of travelers from our side campaign elsewhere. And yes, Eric, it seems as though you have encountered some of these characters before. They were the people who stormed my tower and that woman threw a javelin into my chest and She's the reason I'm in hell in the first place. Uh, We must enact some kind of horrific revenge. So Fun Gus leans forward and says, Well, the boys are all in place. We'll wait for your signal, ghoul. And remember, this is your very last shot. And the mushroom's voice fades away on the breeze and he seems to drift apart before you. And you are left wondering what you just saw. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, ghoul, ghoul, what, what, what happened here? What was that? That was none of your goddamn beeswax is what that was. Now, come on, we gotta keep moving. The forest needs us. Look, you can see the cave from up here. And looking down from your vantage point at the top of the trees, you do, you see this cave protruding from the ice. It's a great yawning cavern, emitting a sinister blue glow that dims and flashes in a sort of halting pattern. We gotta get there! All right, we've got, to, we've got to get to that cave. It's taking forever, though. Maybe we grab some leaves. We can glide down to it. Oh, that's a good it. idea. Can yeah. we see anything? Can we see leaves around? We can look around the tree. Yeah, do you want to do there, a perception check? An, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, there are definitely leaves. You can there are leaves. Have to, you don't <laughs> have to roll a, a perception leaf? check. I want, to see if there's a good, I want to see if there's a good leaf for a flight. <laughs> um, okay, so roll a uh, leaf check. I don't know. <laughs> roll a nature check. Uh, 19. Okay, so yeah, you see a really good leaf. Great leaf. <laughs> for a flight. I'm going to pluck it okay. and, and fashion it into a little Okay, so you, you, ch- you try and pluck it and you just hear it. Ow! Oh, oh my... What are you doing? Uh... uh what? You, you've angered the tree. You don't... Oh, sorry. Uh, Have you not heard the rules of the forest? What's, what's the rule? Don't like? pick the plants! Didn't know that. Sorry. Where did you get your leaf from then, Cool Go? I have friends in very high places, Glubrick. <laughs> is, there, is there any birds in the tree? 
yeah, okay. Uh, you can look above you and you notice that there is a bird's nest to see in some branches. Let's go and stamp on some eggs. Can you speak with the birds? That was going to be my suggestion. We talk to the birds and see if they can uh, see if they'll give us a lift. Okay, yeah, great. <laughs> can I looking at the eggs? Can I tell what species of bird this is? Is this yeah, you can. the raven that we murdered earlier? Or? No, this isn't the raven. You can tell from these eggs that they are, in fact, owl eggs. Oh. oh. Well, I have a history of deceiving owls. Um, <laughs> so perhaps I should disguise myself as a young bird. <laughs> Let's everyone get in the, in the nest. Okay, so you wait in the nest, and yeah, you see above you a small owl is circling. Oh, I quickly fashioned some bird disguises. Okay, what, what do you use? Uh, I, oh, I can't break anything off the tree without it getting pissed off at me. I use bits of the broken twigs that are in the nest. I snap off some bits and make a little tiny beak, and I use my towel. I, I use my towel for wings. Okay, roll a deception check as this owl starts to glide down into his nest. Sixteen. Pretty good. It's okay. pretty good given how shit my that utensils, the, my, my, my things were. Okay, so, so and what are you guys doing, Eric and Gluebrick? Well, maybe we could fashion a shell and pretend to be their newborn. Yeah, you want to get good in idea. an egg? I'll cast, oh, I'll God, cast we minor smile? illusion Don't. over me and Gluebrick. Nice. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, great. The ability to just do that. <laughs> okay, so you're I'm just... covered in fucking sticks and twigs. Ooh, I'm an owl, I'm an owl. What illusion are you casting? I'm casting the illusion of a single egg okay. over me and glue brick. Okay, great. I can only do a five foot cube anyway. All right, so a, a small owl flutters down. Oh, oh, hello. Oh, uh, uh, mother. What? <laughs> Tis I, your newly hatched owl chick. Are you looking for, for my mum? Your, oh, oh. Um, sh- she's, she's looking for food right now. Oh, sorry, uh, brother. What? I'm your newly hatched owl brother. You, did you just do, do hatching? I hatched, yes. Wow, um. Come o- come over here. Come well, come stand near me. Okay. Mum told me to to watch the eggs while, while she got some food. Okay, well. Food. Oh. Well, as that happens, Eric and I can burst out of our egg and be like, Oh, we're also newborn! <laughs> oh, oh, shit, oh um, look at the world! Oh, what? it's new. <laughs> the world Remember, is... Eric is not a good actor. <laughs> Neither's Henley. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, you guys roll a deception check as well, since you burst out of the egg. Oh, 23. 23, okay. So the young owl says, Oh, wow! Brothers and sisters! Wow! Mum will be so happy! Oh, it sounds so oh, sweet. Think of the fun we can have in our lives now, eating mice and oh. swiveling our heads around 180 degrees. Oh, wow! I've always wanted siblings! If only I knew what it was to fly. I'm so scared of Mother and her huge wings. Perhaps uh, you could uh, take us for a little uh, flight? Well, yeah, all right. It has to be a quick one, though. Oh, very good. We, we, we all hop on. And I say to Eric, my, my, Eric, you are quite the owl deceiver. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what? Nothing, nothing. Uh, it's a let's, word uh, you wouldn't know. All right. Okay. Let's make our way to the uh, cave. Golly, all, all right. Our first family holiday. Woo-hoo. And you clamber onto the small owl's wings and he takes off. And you find yourself soaring through the treetop Cool ghoul flying beside you using his leaf as a hand glider. Oh, this is really nice. Happy boys. Yay. So you are reaching the edge of the forest. You can see the clearing is in sight, but suddenly you hear a noise behind you, the flapping of wings and turning around, you can see a very large and very angry looking owl making her way towards you. Oh, quickly, we, we, we can't let mum see us, brother and sisters. So what, take us down to that cave right now. No, we, we've got to go meet mum come on and he starts flapping back really enthusiastically oh, mum shit, no. mum look, look. I, I, I start fucking with his wings try to turn around <laughs> <laughs> mess with the feathers yeah. what what are you doing other way other way okay so yeah you've, you've disrupted the owl's flight <laughs> and he starts flapping his wings frantically in an attempt to shake Henley off so would you all roll a constitution save to hold on to the owl Ooh, I got 18. Okay, so Henley, you're fastened to the owl. 12. 12, that's not great. Eric? Nine. (gasps) Okay, so with a flick of his wing, Eric, you just slip off and you find yourself falling. Oh, no. To the ground. Gluebrick? Gluebrick, you also... Is Gluebrick falling as well? Yeah, Gluebrick, you're also falling. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, um, uh, uh, Eric... 
do something because I have nothing. I will indeed. Oh god, they're falling. I cast uh, Featherfall. Oh, easy. Okay, nice. So you cast Featherfall on. I can choose up to five falling creatures within range. Okay, great. Henley's staying on the owl. So Henley's on the owl and he sees his friends falling below him and he whispers in the owl's ear, I want you to know we deceived you. And then jumps. (laughs) (laughs) And the owl just says, Mom, it was an owl deceiver. (laughs) And the small owl just flaps back to his mom. Um, did okay. I miss the casting of Featherfall, though? Because I wasn't falling when they did that. Yeah, you weren't falling. So I just fly so past So actually, <laughs> yeah, Lubrick and Eric, you are falling gently, and, and Henley just shoots past you. Bugger! <laughs> so Henley, you find yourself plummeting back towards the ground, and as you race towards a squishy end, you see something. You all see something as you're all floating in the air. Something shift in the forest, and it looks as though a huge tree has turned and is looking at you. And a massive hand reaches up and gently catches you, Henley, mid-fall, and then scoops up Eric and Glubrick as well and just sets you down into a soft, mossy patch. And you look up at your rescuer. And looming above you, you see a mushroom the size of a gigantic tree. Its cap is so overgrown with moss that it blends in with all the green canopies. And from its face hangs a long white beard of lichen. The gentle creature smiles down at you and it speaks in a voice as ancient as the earth. What's up, my dudes? Big goal. (laughs) Goal? Big goal? Something is killing the forest and it has to be stopped. But how will you stop it? With more killing? Oh, well, that is a very good question. We do not yet know what the nature of the threat is. But can fire be fought with fire? You raise an interesting philosophical quandary. It should never be so easy to take a life. You think yourselves mighty heroes on a quest for redemption. But you are nothing more than a lost thought in the mind of a mushroom. Do not be so quick to pass judgment on life and death. Wise words indeed. Your next step lies over yonder. And with a nod of his massive mushroom cap that scares off a flock of birds into the sky, the owls (laughs) flapping around frantically, (laughs) he indicates a path through the trees. I offer you this wisdom. Nothing lives forever. Only the cycle of life is permanent. Look after each other while there's still time. Oh my god, so wise. <laughs> um, as I'm here, I've just got some questions that I've always wondered about. How do you, how do you get your, your, your clothes to smell so fresh? <laughs> and he just looks at you with a really pure, open smile, pats you gently on the head, chuckles and looks up again. I just go, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fabric's so off. Fabric's off. <laughs> Fabric's off. Everyone knows it's bounce. Yeah, there you, you go. Bounce. You stick a bounce in there. Of course. <laughs> cool ghoul. Yeah. Do you know this guy? Yes. That was an ancient and magical forest spirit. But that big old tree doesn't know how it is for us little guys. Now, come on. We have to keep moving. Okay, okay. We... Hop in the direction that the big mushroom told us to go. And I'm going to go first because I'm the stocky one. Okay, so you you hopped in the direction that the giant forest spirit pointed you to and you emerge into a small clearing and you come across this rock with some scorch marks on the ground around it. Oh. And as you begin to look around, Cool Ghoul grabs your hand and marches forward. We don't have time for this! But as he attempts to pull you away, you feel suddenly roots bursting up from the ground and clamping around your mushroom stumps, holding you in place. Your heads are suddenly filled with the voice of Ghoul, and you hear his whispered thoughts as if they were your own. Come on, you coward, you can do this. You have to do this. You'll get kicked out of the gang, and then where will you go? You'll have nothing and, and no one, and it'll be all your stupid fault. Oh, he's right. The campestry that's never killed anything before, it's pathetic. They'll never like you, and you'll never have any real friends, and you'll end up all alone like that giant swamp toad, and even he had a pretty good turnout for his birthday last year. <laughs> 
So you hear Ghoul's voice echoing in your own. Uh, Hold on. Ghoul never killed anyone. But Ghoul always told us that he was a, a killer. So it was all just, just not true. It seems that he was, uh, yes, embarrassed and unafraid that he had failed to kill people. Cool Ghoul steps forward. I've killed loads of people, man. I'm a fighter. I'm not a coward anyway. We gotta go. Enough. What happened here upon this rock? And I point to the scorch marks. And as you do, you hear again Ghoul's voice almost speaking through your own. And you begin to sing this haunting melody. which starts echoing around the forest. Can I have a look around and see if I can see what's happening? So you you look around and you see the grinning face of Fun Gus poking through some of the branches, nodding at you. Oh, what's happening? I don't know. So we're in, we're in Ghoul. We're in his body? <laughs> we're in his body? Yeah, you're looking... Through Ghoul's eyes. And hearing his thoughts, it seems. And then you see through the other side of the bushes, you see the four travellers that you saw from before. This is us ambushing them, right? This is Ghoul. We're, we're living yeah. out how Ghoul ambushed these travellers. And suddenly you hear yourselves shout, NOW! And you watch as dozens of mushrooms erupt from the undergrowth and rain down from the trees, attacking the travellers before you. One of the travellers quickly launches a cask of flaming oil, which bursts onto the rocks, and the ambush dissolves into chaos. You look on through Ghoul's eyes as mushrooms burn all around you. Fun Gus in the trees bellows, Ghoul, you idiot! You've doomed us all! And before you have time to flee, a giant boot swings towards you and kicks you and everything goes black. The forest fades back into view around you and the vision has ended, leaving only a deep feeling of remorse in your tiny hearts. We do know that Ghoul was forced by Fungus to try to kill people. He perhaps attempted to ambush those travellers and, and in, it failed. And in doing so, got a lot of other campestry killed. But I remember when we asked Ghoul what the last thing he remembered was before he died, he said he felt very cold. I think the answer lies in that icy cave. I think we should go in there. Let's press on. Now you're talking some sense. All right, cool, Ghoul. All right, relax. Well, excuse me, but I don't think you would be very relaxed if your entire world was freezing to death before your very eyes and the only bozos willing to help kept getting sidetracked by some stupid made-up flashbacks. Who you calling bozo, bozo? <gasps> Unkind. Okay. <laughs> he starts just tearing up. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, it's fine. Let's just carry on. <laughs> Everything's cool, you dig? Ah, yeah. He nods and smiles. Yeah, I dig. <laughs> that's it. This place is weird. dig on. Okay, so carrying on, uh, you find that the trees soon begin to thin, uh, and you emerge to the edge of the forest island with only a thin strip of ice between the uh, the mouth of the cave and the edge of the forest. How thin are we talking? Uh... <laughs> We talk in a hundred meters. Okay, not that thin. Not that thin. Quite thick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really sure. Do you think it would be safe to cross the ice? Well, do you think it would be safe to cross the ice? Let us put some weight upon it and find out. Not our own weight, of course. What about that boar? Can we lure that boar out here and let it run on the ice? As soon as you say that, I bend over and start shitting. <laughs> Yeah, let's fulfill that, that, that <laughs> let's, offer. Let's from do earlier. that. <laughs> we all solemnly watch Gluebrick take a shit. Can I just watch him? Yeah. Just watch Gluebrick <laughs> take a dump. Emitting and a mushroom say, pellet. Gluebrick, that's the most intelligent thing you've said all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Gluebrick uh, takes a shit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what we've become? The happy boys? A bunch of mushrooms shitting on the ice? Yeah, Surely we're better boys. than this. Let us, let us aspire. But as you say this, you hear a rustling in the trees and you see the boar emerging. Oh. I pick up my poo and I throw it onto the ice. Athletics check, please. That's a 19. Okay, so yeah, the poo does, it, it's flung far away and the boar races past you. Go and eat it. We watch. Yeah, it's fine. The ice does not break. Oh, yeah. Oh, now, uh, we, now, uh, now we, there's a boar on it. Now we've created an obstacle. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, right, Henley. Henley, Eric, you shit and throw, throw more poo the other way. Look, I draw the line. I draw a line. I will, I, I, will not, I will not reduce myself to be some defecatory warrior. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the boar is finished with the poo and is now looking back at you. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, Come on. And I pick up some, like, mulch from the ground and I'm like trying to feed it to you guys. I'm like, come on, eat, eat, eat. I emit a pellet. <laughs> oh, okay. And what do you do with it? I throw it back into the trees. Nice. Do you want to do the same check? 
That's a three. Oh, <laughs> You've no. never thrown not, poo in your life, sir. Oh, no, Henley. Instead of throwing it, it just falls all over your own head. Oh. You just throw it kind of, you kind of throw it straight up instead of out. Uh, oh, oh, no. And so, yeah. Oh, no, I've just seasoned myself with a ball. <laughs> Guys, what do we do? I'm out of ideas. Okay, so the boar's charging you now. In that case, I shall cast Alter Self and become a bigger boar. And just <gasps> stare it down. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, you transform into a huge boar. Can you do an intimidation check, please? Can I have advantage, seeing as I am a massive fat boar? You can. Thank you. <laughs> just as well, 12. No, that's pretty good. So the boar just looks stricken suddenly and then goes, Father. Oh, no. <laughs> oh God. Eric has to do more acting now. Uh, <laughs> yes, son. Tis I, Daddy Boar. <laughs> now, uh, shame on you hanging around this bit of ice. Why don't you go over there? <laughs> a long way away. So convincing. Yeah, he's met Why his father for the first there? time. Yeah. And he's been so cruel. <laughs> Immediately dismissed. Yes, you would like me to, to leave. I understand, father. Oh, God, we've broken that boar's spirit. The boar looks at his reflection solemnly in the ice and whispers, I'll never be good enough for you, father. I'll never be good enough for anyone. And he gallops away back into the forest. Eric. I mean, in Eric's head, that was quite polite. His father was uh, was well, far worse. And, you know, what are the societal norms really about? You know, why do you have to be kind to your children? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's the one societal norm he really doesn't norms. care about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you still a boar, Eric? Yeah, I'm going to stay a boar. You're going to stay a boar? Cool, let's why hop not? over this ice. Great. So you are bounding across the ice on your little mushroom stumps and you hear some creaking underfoot about halfway over. Would someone roll a Perception check, please. Ooh, 11. Okay, 11. No, you don't pass. And you feel, suddenly, a rush of cold on your stump. It's like you've stepped in a puddle of some kind of slimy, gelatinous goo. And suddenly you are sucked underneath the ice and engulfed in a gelatinous cube. (laughs) In the ice. Gelatinous ice cubes. It's hidden under the ice. Very good. Oh, no. So you are pulled into the cube. So your full body's in the cube. And immediately you take 10 points of acid damage. Ow! Lubin, get out of there. Can I try and, like, hook myself out? So there is a strength check. Every turn, you can make a strength check to try and climb out. So do you want to do that? Oh, my God. That's not fair. Oh, no. I'm such a strong boy. That's 10. A 10. Oh, no, you don't pass. Another 10 acid damage. Oh, no. Don't worry, guys. Just (laughs) leave me. Kidding. Please get me out. (laughs) Can I try and pull him out? I'll just take the damage and just try and throw myself in and pull him out. Okay, great. So you're trying that. So yeah, you take the acid damage and you roll a uh, strength check. That's 11. Oh, God. Oh, no. no. Your arm just slips through his and you take 10 acid damage. But Ah. Lubrick is still stuck in the gelatinous cube. So now you take another, well, it's gone up to 21 acid damage. Oh, oh my God. God, you are sizzling okay. in that cube. Tell you what, I'm going to tie uh, my rope to an arrow and then fire the arrow down into the cube next to Glubrick. Yeah. So that the rope will go far enough, quick enough to get to him. Great. Do an attack roll against the cube. Oh, God, oh, it's terrible. It's 14. What's the cube's armor class? Six. Oh, it's six? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so easy to hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we should have been doing this the whole time. Okay, so I just shoot it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you shoot the cube, and it takes, yeah, it takes some damage. Do you want to roll for damage? Yeah, I do. Seven damage. Okay, it takes seven damage, but it does have a lot of hit points. <laughs> okay. But the, the arrow is next to Glubrick now with the rope on it. Yeah, so okay. before it dissolves, quickly, Glubrick, grab the rope. Yeah, I grab the rope. Can me and Eric together pull? So, Eric, yeah. give, me, give, me, give me an advantage. Yeah, advantage Eric, on help. strength check. I shall do my best. Well, Eric's a boar, so does he have hands? <laughs> He's got a mouth. Drop the Borax right yeah. now. Drop the Borax. Yeah, just go back to being standard old mushroom chap. <laughs> <laughs> Great, so two mushrooms. Heaving on the line? Yeah, with advantage. No. No, no what do you get? Eight. Oh my gosh. Everybody's going to die. And if I take 21, I'm, I'm unconscious. But you do still have one strength save against the cube, which you can take now. 
Oh my god, yeah. 25. Oh. Yay! Okay, finally. So with 25, you managed to rip your way out through this slimy, freezing cold goo. Oh, Globic, Globic, are you okay? No, that really fucking hurt. Yeah. Um, I think what we've learned here is that me and Eric are not the people who should be doing any kind of lifting or pulling. <laughs> so if anyone's going to fall into a cube, it should not be you. And as you say that, a little mushroom tear goes down Globic's face and he kind of turns away because he's first time he suddenly recognizes recognizes that maybe he's actually really important to the team oh like, he oh, is yeah, yeah that's that's nice okay yeah yeah i'll do all the lifting <laughs> and i'll just start lifting you <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah give me a piggyback we'll go the rest of the way like that oh god this is a forever thing oh no like, wait no because then we'll both fall in at the same time hold on are there, are there more cubes or is that the one <laughs> you can see a few more glistening puddles <laughs> okay there's cubes hidden in the ice yeah all over but let's now we can see them let's just walk around carefully uh, okay great so you so you're carrying on. Yeah, and actually I'm going to... I have spells. Oh, yeah. I always forget about. I'm going to hop on Glubrick's little mushroom cap. Yeah. I'm going to put my little mushroom hands on his head and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. Oh, nice. Oh. I thought you were going to do another Ratatouille. I was like, you love getting on Glubrick's back. <laughs> I do like being on his back, but this time I'm just stroking his little mushroom cap and casting Cure Wounds as a second oh. level spell to give him 2d8 plus 2 hit points. Oh, wow. amazing. Okay, oh, great. one... <laughs> And a two, fuck me. It's, uh, you get five hit points. Oh, thank you, Henley. Could have been thank you so a lot more. Are you going to just try and dodge the rest of the cube? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe do a um, do a survival check just to get you across the last few feet of the ice. I'm twenty, not natural. Okay, great. Yep. So you skip over. Fifteen. Yep, lovely. Also, okay, great. So you guys are very deftly avoiding all of these little gelatinous cubes. How does Cool Ghoul do? Yeah, Cool Ghoul does great. He's um, he's got he's got his leaf like a little uh, (laughs) snowboard. Yeah, (laughs) and he's just weaving through them. That's so good. Yeah, thanks for your help when Glubrick nearly died there, Cool Ghoul. Yeah, Yeah, no worries. You just watched. (laughs) Well, did I watch? Yes. Or did I teach? (laughs) 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 And finally, you have made it to the mouth of the cave. Its entrance framed by jagged icicles that hang down like fangs. Here we have to have a fight. I'm not certain that we do have to fight it. No? Well, the wise old tree said, will you fight fire with fire? Well, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but then Kulgul has been very definite that we need to kill it. We've got to kill this! <laughs> why, why, Kulgul? Why do we have to kill it? Because it's destroying the forest. There's no other way. Let us find out first what it is. Okay, squinting into the blinding blue light, you enter the mouth of the cave. The air is freezing, and as you walk in, you can see a shadowy form moving above your heads. Looking up, you see a huge balloon-like shape descend, and you come face to face with a creature levitating before you. Its orb-like body is covered with an ivory skin. It has a large fanged mouth. A single bloodshot eye blinks at you, and there are many other smaller eyes that protrude like stalks and crown its head. From its central eye, the ominous blue light is pulsing. Why won't you leave me alone? It screams at you. Oh no, that's a beholder. Yes! What's a beholder? It Uh, is a beholder. It's a really, really, really deadly thing. This is the Eye of Frost. Oh god, I'm not sure we can take this. But I stand boldly and look up at the beholder and I say, Are you destroying this forest land? Why won't you just leave me alone? Who is hassling you? Who is disturbing you? His eye narrows and fixes on you, Eric. You are! He screams, and with a sudden violent motion, the creature releases a freezing torrent of power. A beam of icy blue light bursts forth, tearing through the air towards you like a shard of frozen lightning. Well, I try and dodge it. Okay, so roll a dexterity save to dodge it. 18. So, Eric, yes, you managed to twist your body out of the way at the last minute, and a massive echo reverberates through the cave. Chunks of ice are torn free and hurled into the air, raining down all around you. And where you stood just moments ago, you can see a huge, jagged crater in the floor of the cave. We do not mean to disturb you. We will leave if that is what you wish. We just wish to know why you are destroying the forest. Just leave. Leave me alone. Okay, it doesn't want to talk. Uh, cool, ghoul. I don't think I don't think we can fight this. We've got 
to fight it. Why? I mean, why, why do you want to fight it so badly? Then the dark magic is vanquished and the forest returns. Oh, you make a good point. Ghoul, are you trying to prove yourself for the day that you did not fight? Oh, you believe all that? Who are? No, I, I've proven myself a thousand times over. I can fight this guy right now. Ghoul, don't fight him. You'll just get yourself blasted to pieces by a freeze ray. Look, Henley, Henley th- puts his bow on the ground and his arrows and he walks forward with his arms outstretched and looks up at the beholder and and sees what happens. Oh, okay. Henley, that's fucking risky. <laughs> and, but to support him, because, you know, we're the happy boys, we'll go down together. I take all my bits and bobs off and I yes, take yes. off Remember my Remember the first shoes. lesson we learned. We have to let go of our material things, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. And I hop forwards with my arms out and I look at Eric and I wink. <laughs> okay, so yeah, now you're... Now not the time to be sexual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Okay, so all three of you would lay down your weapon. We lay down our weapons and we hop forward, arms outstretched, three pleading mushrooms. You look up and as you get closer to this huge monster, you can kind of see the wall through it. It has a translucence to its body and you see something on the ground past it. It is but an illusion. Of course. What lies beyond? We keep hopping forward and I'm just going to ignore the beholder. And as you hop through it, yes, it breaks apart (sighs) into a blue mist which just evaporates into the air to reveal a tiny creature curled up and shivering on the floor of the cave. It's breathing in halting sighs that seem to match the pattern of the blue light's irregular glow. There and you is recognize- no need to be afraid. We are the happy boys. Fear us. Oh, sorry. No, I mean, <laughs> uh, we, we, we do not mean you any harm. Uh, Who are you? The creature just keeps shivering, but you recognize it to be ghoul. But instead of a a bright red mushroom cap, it just has an icy pale blue one. That's a really cool ghoul. (laughs) (laughs) Inspiration. Inspiration, yeah, Yeah. why not? And as you step forward, as you say that, suddenly you hear the crashing of waves and the ice beneath you seems to melt. Your surroundings shift once more and the cave is transformed into a rocky beach on the edge of the forest. You see the creature before you is in the same position but is now curled up on top of a makeshift raft at the water's edge. He looks up nervously over his shoulder at the dark ocean behind him and then blinks up at you, happy boys, and says, So, Gus, you'll come get me in the morning, right? And you hear yourself say, Yes, then all will be forgiven, Ghoul. And Ghoul looks up and says, Oh, all right, well, see you in the morning. And uh, Henley, you feel your arm is lurched forward and you feel yourself lean over and you just give the raft a gentle push and you watch as the mushroom's tiny hand waves back at you as the tide carries him out see that's so tragic the air shifts once more and you were back in the cave cool so they blamed you for what happened in the ambush and they set you adrift no, what? no, Ghoul, stop. You can't kill him. Look, he's he's cold and frightened and helpless. Yeah, but he's the thing that's destroying the forest. Don't you get it? No, I do get it now. How How is he destroying the forest? Because he, he didn't fight. Because he's weak and nature is supposed to be strong. He's infecting the forest with his cowardice, his weakness. Weakness means death. It, it means being left all alone. And you got to cut it out if you want to survive around here. But he's part of your team. He's part... Even in the Happy Boys, we all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses. And if that's their one weakness, it doesn't mean you outcast them. You just find that, okay, they're not a fighter. Let's put them in the kitchen. (laughs) Or, 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 okay, let's put them on poo duty. Cool, ghoul. You don't understand. This part of you is part of you. Both of you make up ghoul. There's the, the side of you that thinks you need to be tough, but there's also this side of you that doesn't want to hurt people. And those parts make up the ghoul that we love. But what about the forest? Well, maybe the forest will heal if you're able to heal yourself. You need to be together with this ghoul. You need to help him. Cool ghoul. 
even cooler ghoul. <laughs> you see the little uh, pale blue mushroom look up at you. <laughs> Maybe you need to work together. Cool ghoul looks down at his little clenched fists and turns his head to the small whimpering figure on the floor. And he gently extends a hand towards the ghoul that's on the floor. Even cooler ghoul looks up, his small countenance at first confused by the gesture. And then slowly, he reaches up his own little mushroom hand and takes it. A brilliant emerald light erupts from the two mushrooms, and the icy cavern transforms before your eyes. Thousands of tiny shoots begin to push through the frost and climb towards the sky, a sea of green unfurling all around you. Flower buds burst open on nearby branches, birds begin to sing, the air itself seems to shimmer and you find yourself standing on a lush carpet of green surrounded by towering trees in a forest teeming with life. Wow. <gasps> you could fix a whole forest with a handshake. <laughs> uh, Ghoul is not with you, but you hear a rustling in the trees and you spot him, his tiny red mushroom cap gleaming in the sun, bounding towards you, waving enthusiastically. Oh, Ghoul. Ghoul. Hi, friends. Hi, ghoul. And he smiles up at you. Hey, ghoul, you're not... Are you the ghoul that we know? You dig? What? Hi, Henley. Hi. Oh, okay. <laughs> we've missed you, ghoul. We've missed you. But sadly, we will not be embracing you because we will take so much damage that none oh, of us yes, will yes, that's true. to make the next layer of hell. <laughs> but guys... Just oh, imagine yeah, that we have that. embraced you, and mentally and emotionally, we do. But <laughs> in, in here, you can. Oh. Because you're in his mind. So he reaches out his arms... And says, group hug. Group, group hug. hug. And you have a lovely hug. And a little a mushroom hug. Little mushroom hug. Oh. As you feel the warmth of each other in this lovely mushroom embrace, and you hear the birds and the insects and all the life of the forest all around you, and the sun on your mushroom caps, you feel complete. And then suddenly there is a flash of bright white light and you feel your bodies once again hurtling through the fabric of hell as you make your way to the next layer. Here we go again! Thank you so much for listening to Hell or High Rollers. My name is Ellie Morris and I was the GM for this episode. Eric Sanguinius was played by the wonderful Adam Megiddo, Chris Leesk as Glubrick Bumbledung, and Henry Shields as Henley Whispers. Thank you so much again for listening and for all your support. It really means the world to us. As some of you may know, our team is currently spread across a few different continents and we are working very hard across many different time zones to bring you content that we love and hopefully you do too. And if you've just finished this episode and are wanting more content from the Happy Boys, then never fear because we have a wonderful Patreon page just bursting with extra exclusive, wonderful, exciting content for you, including our side campaign elsewhere, which follows the band of heroes who killed our beloved happy boys. So do head on over to patreon.com slash hello high rollers and meet some really cool people, sign up for a tier and have a great time. I've been Ellie Morris. This has been Hello High Rollers. What a time to be alive. When you get through nine layers of hell, you'll have a hell of a story to tell. You're heading back to life, back to the grind, but it ain't that like you knew so well. Keep telling myself to stay strong. You know I ain't done nothing wrong. I can feel it in my soul that this ain't where I belong. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.